0: Well, it's the end of the week, possibly the world, and that can only mean one thing. Liam McEnany joins us to answer listener questions. You've got questions, we've got answers. Go to DavidFeldmanshow dot com, <clears throat> hit the Ask Me Anything button, and Liam and I will answer all your questions. We have a backlog and
1: I'll say you do. Oh stop it.
0: I've got a hotline number, and some of the calls are backed up. I'm thinking, Liam, of playing the calls on Monday without you just to clear them. Just play them one do after it, another. Do
1: it. Huh? Do it. I mean, I I have a feeling that after Tuesday's show, it's it's going to be about me, but feel free to play them without me.
0: Well, yes. You lost the debate with Jim Earl.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say I lost it, but I, I it happened. I
0: moderated a debate over...
1: I I don't know if I'd call him moderating. (laughs) I would say you stood on the sidelines and handed each of us a bat.
0: In the rich tradition of Justice John Roberts, Chief Justice John Roberts, (laughs) I kept an open mind. Uh Uh-huh. Are you what are you eating? You're on my 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 podcast. Why are you eating?
1: I'm sorry. I'm eating a Ritz Ritz crackers with cheese. I had to throat punch a 90-year-old Indonesian man to get these, David. Mm. Shit's getting real in Hollywood. <laughs> By the way, did you see Tulsi Gabbard dropped out?
0: Yeah, yeah. So she yeah, endorsed be- Bernie? Did she endorse Bernie? <laughs>
1: no, she endorsed Joe Biden.
0: Really? Cuz Bernie's the peace candidate.
1: Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weird that she would uh I don't know. She's got a transition team that's helping her move from obscurity to oblivion now. So Yeah. Obscurity to oblivion.
0: Yes. I believe that was Fred Allen's
1: book. That was.
0: Oh my god, dude. That was I have a I have an autograph copy I was, Treadmill I was to, to say, Oblivion. I
1: was about to say I took it from a nineteen eighty four Carson monologue. Mm-hmm.
0: But his book, but Fred Allen's book was called Treadmill to Oblivion.
1: Right. But the joke is obscurity to oblivion. It's a good joke, David. You have to give it up for a good joke when you hear one. OK.
0: All right. Hey, I have an idea. Speaking of Tulsi Gabbard.
1: Uh-huh. OK.
0: You know how aloha means hello and goodbye? Yes. And, and shalom means hello and goodbye? Yes. So I have an idea First of all, uh-huh. you say shalom. I say shalom. Shalom, shalom. I don't know why you say shalom. I say shalom. Are you, I I didn't know you were running for Alan Sherman. Congratulations. Why was that an Alan Sherman song? No, but no, but it might as well be. So I it think was from, a it's from his time period. Okay, I think to be if you're more, listening,
1: he's the like, hello mudda, hello fada guy.
0: Yeah. I think to be more efficient.
1: <laughs> to say, you know, we we have to cons- is, that joke is in a high risk category for, <laughs> for the coronavirus. It's so old. Hang
0: on. I, I think that in, in times of a pandemic, we need to conserve our energy, conserve oh. what we've got, conserve words. And I think it's inefficient. How about
1: too. this coronavirus?
0: What? Pretty scary time, oh, Senator. God.
1: Did you know Maine ran out of toilet
0: paper? Why am really? I? Uh, 20 you years ago. <laughs> no, it's all you. Okay, sorry. you. All right. Sorry about that, folks.
1: I think Don't worry, we're, we're going we're to edit this no, we're down to a half hour.
0: <laughs> I think we need to be more efficient, and there's no need for a word that means hello and another word that means goodbye. If aloha can mean hello and goodbye, and shalom could mean hello and goodbye, we should just have hello uh, mean hello and goodbye. What do you think? What? Let's try it. Okay? Okay. All okay. right. Hello, Liam. Hello to this bit. Hey, well, why why do you want to end the bit?
1: Because
0: it's terrible. Well, come on, come on. Hello, Liam. <laughs> oh, hello, David. Why do you want to say hello to me? We just started.
1: Uh, it's your body odor. I'm saying hello to your body odor more than anything.
0: Uh, come on, give me a chance.
1: What I'm saying hello. Okay. Hello, hello, David. Hello, your body odor. You're okay. I but. We should. we you should
0: sm- continue. You shouldn't sh- end this by saying hello. You smell like fragrance. You smell great. Okay. I'm saying hello. Well, no, we just started. Why would you say hello?
1: my God. <laughs> All right, hello, Liam. But my but my obscurity to oblivion joke is no good. Okay. Hello, Liam. Hi, David. <laughs> you bastard. I hate. Greetings. God. Bienvenido, mi cabin, amigo. Feeder, babe. cabin feeder,
0: cabin feeder, cabin feed. You're eating. You're a cat. You you've got cabin feeder. I'm I've got a cab- s- sh- cabin cabin feeder. I have not been outside for five months.
1: Can I tell you something? I, I just went to the 99 cents mega store in my neighborhood to see if they had cheap hand sanitizer. Hmm. Uh, and uh, it's actually they have a a they have a lot of stuff. Like a lot more They're they're like better stocked than some supermarkets And B It's actually the calmest supermarket I've been in Because I think they, I, Honestly I think it's because like they The want worst to die. thing that can happen Yeah the worst thing that can happen to you in this town Has already happened to everybody in that store <laughs> So they're just like Oh now I'm going to get sick and die Alright well guess what you know? Guess what I live I live on food from the 99 cent store Death, where is thy sting? (laughs)
0: There's a 98 cent store. Did you know that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's where I got my first wife.
0: At the 98 cent store.
1: At the 98 cent store. Yeah,
0: I will not shop at the 98 cent store. I don't mean to sound like a snob, but I'm willing to pay that extra penny for the service that you get at the 99 cent store. (laughs) All right, Bernie Ho Baby Cat. Uh, has a question or comment?
1: I'm sure she does. All right,
0: uh, Bernie Hill, baby cat. Her zodiac zodiac sign is micro sievert. Dearest, I don't like dearest dented head douchebag.
1: <laughs> Boy, the dent thing is really taking off.
0: This is from the CDC website, and I highly encourage you to read it and have the irritable immunologist break down what it means in layman's terms for the other 10 members of your loyal audience. (laughs) Oh, she sent me a clip. By the way, this is sort of coulda, shoulda, woulda. The first time I heard Howie Klein claim that chlorhexidine antiseptic was effective against this virus, I went ballistic. I wanted to shoot off an angry YouTube comment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she, like she has a, an assistant Marge take a YouTube comment come here uh, but I was indisposed at the time later on tried to briefly skim through some reliable medical data- databases sources including PubMed to verify or nullify Howie's claim and was unable to find anything that said it was useful for this particular virus talking about he- happy cleans. However, I only right. had limited time to research, and because the situation is so new and fluid, I do not want to pile uh, on to the disinformation being disseminated.
1: Jesus Christ! Three people have died since you started reading this email. Right, yeah. I'm sorry. Keep going. All right. Here comes the morgue truck for the for the yeah. joke at the end of this Jesus. fucking monologue she wrote. All right. All right. So I'm sorry. So I interrupted. We're moving on. Really? Yeah.
0: I've got a lot here. John. By the way,
1: you've got some. Can I just say you've got some great comments on the on the iTunes page? Really? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm actually serious. Uh, uh, All five star reviews. Uh, Connor Bone. You remember Connor Bone? Mm hmm. Message to Senator Collins. Put your pussy on the phone, Bob. I don't get that. But uh, here's the, here's the one I like from Josh Johns David Entertaining Never Trumpers, parentheses D-E-N-T. D E N T. Is that dent- the headline? D N T. D E N T. Dent. Oh, Dent. David, Enterta- David Entertaining Never Trumpers.
0: Oh, that's an acronym. Dent means David Entertaining right. Never Trumpers. I see. Dent. I like
1: hmm. it. It says a well balanced podcast. Oh, no, you for those Dent. Who- i i dense never vote for trump (laughs) no no no! but a well-balanced podcast for those who want a mix of comedy politics animal science finance and brief clips of communications from the apollo 13 mission control room (laughs) guests range from well-respected professors and comedians to liam (laughs) mcenini listen to this podcast to stay informed and entertained and then asterisk Liam McEnany is a great comedian, and his segments with David are entertaining, only poking fun because he seems to be the only person who reads these reviews.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, these review, um, you know, we need good reviews. Um, And Bernie Ho
1: Babycat says, a man so insufferable, the COVID-19 virus sheds him. (laughs) Okay,
0: John from Brunswick, Maine.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready.
0: Hi, David. I go just a little nuts when I hear you talk about inflation and modern monetary theory as if you can implement the latter without causing the former. The classic definition of inflation is the increase of the supply of money and credit. Inflation is not higher prices. Higher prices are the result of inflation. The government's calculation of price inflation are heavily manipulated, adjustments for seasonality, hedonics, that's a great one, look it up, hedonics, substitution, etc., and should not be trusted. The real price inflation rate, as it used to be more honestly calculated, is currently running between 6 and 10%. And let's remember that the result of monetary inflation is not just rising consumer prices, it's also keeping prices from going down, and finding their true market value, such as housing, healthcare, insurance premiums, tuition, food, and the mother of them all, the stock market. If you wonder why the gap between the rich and the middle class and poor keeps getting obscenely wider, look no further than monetary inflation.
1: All right. I mean, that's that. I mean, look, I'll be the first to admit I know nothing about economics. Uh I do know that hedonics uh, is a theory of ethics dealing with or based on the relation of duty to pleasure. And he's absolutely correct on that. Is this
0: a Danny Thomas thing?
1: <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, it's a branch of economics dealing directly with glass tables.
0: St. Uh, Jude's but- Hospital. They don't turn anybody away. St. Jude's Hospital. Give to St. Jude's <laughs> Hospital. <laughs>
1: All their operating tables are glass.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Seriously, you have to give to St. Jude's. It was vetted by somebody I know very well. It is. They don't turn anybody away. St. Jude's Hospital. Give money to St. Jude's
1: Hospital. Go ahead. They 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 did turn Michael Jackson away, but only because he was just there to watch. All right. Okay. I, but my point is just, I'm worried if we're just going to start giving money to Americans. It's going to pump up inflation. But again, I know nothing about economics. But you're worried
0: about it, though.
1: I'm tremendous. It's the first thing I thought when I read that was like, uh, you can't prevent a depression by artificially stimulating inflation.
0: I I believe uh, that's called Keynesian economics.
1: And
0: and that when you give the 99% some money, they spend it. And it's the multiplier effect. That one dollar. Are you talking,
1: dollar, about, you're talking about trickle down ec- economics, David?
0: No, that would be the supply side economics that encourages the richest 1% to have all the money. And then right. it, tri- it trickles down to us. But Keynesian right. economics is infrastructure, spending, fiscal right.
1: stimulus. You're talking about the WPA, the Works Projects Administration, which pumped money into the infrastructure by hiring American workers and paying them directly. I mean, that I get, but just blanket sending people checks. I don't know if that's a responsible economic model.
0: Actually, Keynes said you could do infrastructure or just pay people to dig holes and then pay other people to cover up the holes with the dirt they just removed. It's putting money into the economy. When people have money to spend, uh-huh. they spend it.
1: Well, I mean, let's just be honest, though. $1,000 is not really going to go far for rent or mortgages.
0: Well, but, but, but do you really have a problem with giving people $1,000, $2,000?
1: I just remember how well that worked when George W. Bush did it. Uh, with the with the tax giveaways. He just gave away a uh, surplus, and and it, it led us into a, a big recession.
0: Are you talking about giving us... Did he mail us money?
1: Yeah. The IRS... Yeah, people got mailed their checks. I remember I worked at a call center. Everyone talked about what they were going to do, what they were going to spend their tax, like a rebate check on.
0: And you think that's what caused the recession?
1: I think it was part of it.
0: Really? Yeah. Giving people money causes a recession. Absolutely. Hmm. You're talking about
1: 2008, that recession. No, I'm talking about the rest of the Bush administration.
0: Well, there, there—that was when the recession. Dude, re-
1: the economy was in a slump before 9/11 even hit. Correct. Like, the, like the stock Bush market, was...
0: the stock market collapsed. There was a, there was the uh, dot-com bust.
1: There was a lot of things going on, and it happened under uh, Bush's stewardship. No, it happened happened
0: under Clinton, actually. The dot-com bust happened under Clinton, and then Cheney and Bush ran by kind of talking down the economy and talking about how bad things
1: are getting. Well, I remember they were talking about how it was all Clinton's fault for six years, if that's what you mean.
0: But you you, you so the financial crisis happened in 2008 and you're saying that it was caused by giving people uh, money. Yeah. Oh, OK.
1: That's and it was caused by giving corporations money and investment banks money. Government just started handing out money. Really? No, <laughs> you're just making shit. You're just baiting me, right? I am baiting you, sorry. Okay. All right, all right. I, I, am a, I learned I learned this, all our listeners learned this week, I am a red baiter. You're a red baiter. And I'm working my way up to being a master baiter. <laughs> then, no, no, Jim, Jim called me a red baiter. But you
0: lost that argument, my friend. I didn't.
1: Oh, I lost that argument. Okay.
0: You lost it so badly that right. I, as the uh, moderator, took Jim's right. side before it even began. That's how bad a debater you are. Before that debate even
1: started, you had lost. That's how horrible you are. No, no, no. I knew <laughs> as soon as you invited me on to be with Jim, I knew exactly what's going to happen. All anyway, right. we have to answer a list of emails. Uh, anyway, I'm worried about I'm worried about runaway inflation.
0: Okay. Uh, this is from, uh, you know what, David, I yeah. guess
1: we'll, we'll find out, uh, if everyone's living in cardboard TV boxes or if everyone's living in cardboard food boxes, who was right.
0: Okay. This one comes to us, uh, from, he doesn't want our name, his name, uh, to be read on the air, his uh, Zodiac sign is Bernie Ho Aquario Cat.
1: Oh, (laughs) I love when your listeners turn on each other.
0: Yeah. Uh, What information about yourself can David share on the show? He may not share any videos of me masturbating to Tulsi Gabbard speeches. (laughs) All right. And here's his comment. Since I'm sitting here on a coronavirus lockdown, I thought I would ask the Feldo crew a question. The virus is screwing us all. Our grandparents thought... They were so tough because they were called on to survive a depression and fight a world war. We have to sit home and watch Nicolas Cage movies on Netflix. I'd rather fight Nazis. I understand Trump directed his coronavirus response team to spend the entire weekend coming up with ways to blame the virus on Obama. Anyway, Joe Biden had a good debate. His eyeball didn't explode. His teeth didn't fall out. He didn't forget (laughs) which office he was running for. Biden said he would commit to picking a woman as his vice presidential pick. When asked which woman Biden would pick as his VP running mate, he said, I don't know, maybe the cute girl I debated back in 08. (laughs) Sure will be somebody qualified who doesn't mind having her hair constantly sniffed. If Joe wins, who do you think he should pick? Conversely, if Bernie pulls out a miracle, who should he pick? You guys stay safe. Keep up the good work and best regards
1: to the dog puppet who should he pick uh as as his vp yeah isn't isn't the here's the thing he's he kind of painted himself in a corner he has to pick a woman yeah isn't the governor of michigan a woman i mean like uh i feel like if he picked a, a governor like the governor if i think goddamn i'm going to look it up right i mean i'm going to search my memory banks right now uh because i feel like if he can get a uh, gretchen whitmer that's her name I feel like if you get someone like Gretchen Whitmer uh, from a big Midwest state that's purple, it'd really help in the help uh, kind of d- deter Trump voters or people who are tempted to vote for Trump.
0: Okay. Uh, at this point, I don't really care about Joe Biden. <laughs>
1: I'll vote for him, but. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. But, I mean, Bernie might pull it out, man. Bernie hasn't, Bernie hasn't suspended his campaign.
0: <laughs> when you say pull it out, what do you mean?
1: <laughs> I mean, from your mouth. <laughs> You've been blowing that guy for six years. No, <laughs> I mean he might. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. I also don't talk to many people anymore. Um, no, 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 but it my
0: guest delegates from North Dakota. All right. This next question comes Montana. from Montana. What did you say those sirens are? <laughs> uh,
1: they're the, <laughs> the morgue. <laughs> they're the, mor- <laughs> the, they're, they're they're the morgue wagon coming. That joke. <laughs> the morgue wagon. Yeah, it was dead on a rail.
0: <laughs> the Reverend Bartholomew J. Cubbins, Esquire. He's an oobleck. That's a Zodiac sign. What's an oobleck?
1: He's an- uh Ubleck is from Dr. Seuss. Oh, my God. I can't right. believe I actually knew that. Oh, okay. Uh, Bartholomew and the oobleck. It was a book by Dr. Seuss, and it's about uh, – it's one of his, like, uh, you know, commie, lefto, pinko, environmentalist books. Right.
0: And we should mention that – Liam, although he's a full-grown adult, he does consider Dr. Seuss foreplay.
1: (laughs) He likes to read it to the... the, uh, Yeah?
0: No, I'm not gonna...
1: Oh, but my Michael Jackson joke was in poor taste. Okay, I see.
0: Thanks for trying to explain to the reverend, or whatever he is, why W's cheerleader speech at the 9-11 site was one of the lowest moments in our recent history also his dependence on wall street investments is too bad because the reverend has some money in wall street uh it's bad that he's investing in wall street because he will always be forced to side with the bank bailouts over serious new deal responses to the boom bust capitalist cycles i agree with that his Mm -hmm. i like bernie but stance is pathetic why at this (laughs) critical juncture People want to follow a has-been leader down the center lane of the road to nowhere while we are facing real existential problems is nothing less than discouraging. I'm going to have to go out and grab a few million bucks so I can build a germ-proof bomb shelter and stock up on assault rifles and flamethrowers. Good luck, David. It's
1: a funny letter. You know, who would have thought those religious nuts yeah. <laughs> who were preparing for end times were the right ones? yeah how bad is i mean it uh, yet? well, we're approaching two hundred fifty thousand cases worldwide new york city- New York state is on track for five thousand by the time people listen to this ten thousand deaths worldwide by the time you hear this podcast. That's just
0: from people killing themselves from hearing <laughs> your your jokes
1: That's your entire listenership and I apologize uh your entire listenership times ten uh it's going to get really bad.
0: Uh, it turns I out,
1: I don't think so. I, I don't, think you know. Here's what I think. I think it's going to get really bad. I think deaths will reach twenty thousand when all is said and done. I think we'll probably have a million people infected when all is said and done. And at that point, uh, I think things will take a turn and get better. But I think it'll take. Nothing is ever going to be the same ever again. Starting right now. And I think the world as we know it in terms of our society will be forever changed I for the good and the better. You think I, so? You yeah. think
0: you I'm, think I'm people not, are going to go
1: back? I'm an optimist.
0: I'm, I'm an optimist. I, I think in, in about three weeks we're going to go, whoa. Can't be- What was that? <laughs> Did we actually buy that? Wow. That was crazy. Whoa.
1: That was we crazy. had all those piles of corpses we were burning. That was crazy. Whoa! Whoa! My parents are dead. Whoa! This
0: comes to us from Larry. In case I die, my
1: parents—my parents died because some asshole wanted to go to a concert instead of staying home for a week. Uh, Post Malone.
0: It was he, who's the one who didn't cancel? Kid Rock. One of them didn't cancel a concert. Motherfucker!
1: Yeah, so. dude. There is an open mic venue in LA, and I'm only not naming it. Uh, just for the sake of uh, not like brigading the guy who runs it, mm-hmm. but it's still open and people are still doing open mics all day there. And I could not be any angrier at everybody doing what's open mics. The, what's the
0: phones. phone number? Let's call them right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're really motivated, you can Google it. Or I mean, I'll tell you after we turn off the mics. But what do like, I call?
0: Why don't you call <laughs> and see if I can get a spot
1: <laughs> <laughs> on Mine's my lung right now?
0: this is from Larry in case I die it was great not knowing you fantastic show I have new insight maybe I will reveal in time we'll see leave Liam alone thank you Bernie didn't win because although he was fighting for the 99% he wasn't able to express it in a way that the 99% could understand
1: did you see this week a reporter asked him a question and he told the reporter to get the fuck away from him Yeah. He used the word fuck. I know. Uh, This is from Timmy. (laughs) Dude, if it wasn't for the fact that Biden was going to be the presidential candidate, I'd be very tickled. Instead, I'm just quietly furious at everybody in the world right now.
0: This is from Timmy.
1: Like, I'm so mad. I can't I'm laughing because I'm so mad. There's like literally nobody I'm not mad at right now. The, the, and I'm indoors all day just thinking about shit.
0: Yeah, what we need to do for Monday's show or Tuesday's uh-huh. show. Tuesday's show. We need people who are isolated <laughs> to come on. Like I I should have you on with somebody else who's Dude, get any all... pepitone on call eddie pep but, he, but he's uh, he's married guys who are alone
1: oh guys who are alone to
0: have cabin what about a woman have cabin fever with You're like you need to be able to say to somebody i'm getting really fucking sick of your face you know that why are you gonna keep chewing that way <laughs> apparently uh domestic violence is uh quite popular right now
1: wow i can't believe women keep mouthing off like that
0: oh well, there see You see? Uh,
1: You know, I apologize for that joke. That was a terrible joke.
0: The ones who were offended by it weren't listening anyway. Don't listen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, if a woman was president, we would never have war. We'd never have a moment's peace, but we'd never have war.
0: were you doing my act now? (laughs) Wait a second. I, I get like a victory lap for speed. Um, uh, that was pretty funny what I
1: said. Well, you're building off my joke, but yeah, that was pretty good.
0: I I, I deserve something. Hang on, let me give myself. You know, I'm always giving this to other people. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, boy, we are the funniest act of 1982. We are. Okay, this is from... Nobody in 2020 should have said what we just said.
0: Why don't, why don't we hook you up on a Tuesday show with somebody else who's all alone, and the two of you can just share a little cabin fever fight? Without- uh,
1: well, you know, I have a, I have a friend. She's, she's been working from home for the last week. I bet she would be up for that. Okay. She's kind of mean too. Oh, good,
0: good. I I suspect every woman
1: you know is kind of mean to you. Yeah, actually, (laughs) it's a well. That's a whole subject for another time. My dating history.
0: How's your love life?
1: You know what? It's like this podcast, moving slowly and no end in sight.
0: All right. Timmy is from scenic Syracuse, New York. He's been plant based for five years, plant based for five years. I would assume Um, can I
1: can I can I be like Karnak and make a guess? This is going to be an email talking about how the entire coronavirus is caused by people eating meat. And if everybody went vegan, then uh, then uh, this would have never happened. That's going to be my guess
0: he writes you risk your life to get an impossible burger yeah i walked outside the other day to buy some uh, impossible burgers did you get a coke fries and oreos too oreos are vegan that's an inside joke did you know oreos are vegan
1: yeah that's more of a fact than an inside joke but okay
0: you are a dirty filthy meat eater in denial and you need help <laughs> You need the McDougal program stat, or at least have him or Dr. Lim
1: on the show.
0: Uh Who's Dr. Lim?
1: Dr. Lim. Wait, are you... uh, you Wouldn't
0: it be great if Dr. Lim was like a leg doctor?
1: (laughs) Dr. Lim? Are 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 they talking about Dr. Eduardo Lim, a hematologist in Los Angeles? I don't know. Dr. Bunlim, a gastroenterologist in
0: Los Angeles. This next question comes to us from Carol. She's a, Dr. Yenny Lim. <laughs> this next question comes to us from Carol. She's a Sagittarius living in Minneapolis. Is anybody else getting emails asking if they would vote for a Joe Biden, Michelle Obama ticket? Or is that a sick joke? Well, I, I would suspect that Liam McEnany is stupid enough to suggest that Michelle Obama would make a great running mate.
1: I Here's thing. I think
0: you're an ignoramus. I think you're dumb <laughs> enough to buy into that.
1: Here's the thing. I would vote for any Democratic presidential ticket this year. I would vote for Joe Biden if his vice presidential candidate was a bowl of jello, and that is the truth. Would
0: you vote I for would... Joe Biden if his vice presidential candidate was...
1: Donald Trump. Ah, I gotcha. <laughs> huh? Wow, it's wow. Yeah. You certainly no. Here's the thing. I uh, if you saw Michelle Obama for you know four years ago at the DNC, uh, when she gave her speech, she gives a good speech, and you know she certainly knows enough players in Washington that uh, there are dumber choices out there. I don't know if she would be my first or even my tenth choice. Uh, but if you want, if you want. Black people to turn out in droves to vote for Joe Biden. It's kind of not the worst idea.
0: Uh, boy, condescending, patriot, patronizing and borderli- what and borderline, what are you ra- about? And
1: borderline sexist borderline and borderline racist. racist. What are yeah. you talking about?
0: It implies that black people are easily manipulated.
1: No, I'm saying uh, people have very fond memories of the Obama administration right now. How about Smokey in- Robinson? But here's the thing. They didn't. Why, why, what about making
0: Smokey Robinson his vice here's president? The thing, everybody loves
1: Smokey. They weren't motivated to vote for Hillary Clinton. Who are, who are they going to be motivated? You know, it's like you have to. You have to play to your base, David. Right. And, you and you're that. implying
0: that black people don't pay attention to politics. And the only That's black politician true. they, they know of is Michelle Obama or Oprah.
1: First of all, she's she's not a politician. <laughs> she's the wife of a politician. But she also, uh, dude. Honestly, her work as first lady, she did a lot of work with uh, with people around the world. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say this: I like Michelle Obama, and it wouldn't hurt. And and I hope this doesn't sound condescending or patriarchal. If it does, I sound. I apologize in advance. It wouldn't hurt to have a vice president who's easy on the eyes. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay.
0: I I, I don't like Michelle Obama,
1: and I don't like. Why don't you like Michelle Obama? I'm done with them. That's crazy that you don't like Michelle. Like, if you were like, I don't like Barack Obama because he didn't close Guantanamo Bay like he promised for eight years. Uh, or I don't like Barack Obama because he bailed out the banks and didn't hold them accountable in any way. Uh, yeah, that would be one thing. But Michelle Obama, it's like not liking sunshine or rainbows. She's hey, great. Hey, hey, no pussy for you. <laughs> well,
0: that that. What you, what I'm that's saying, retroactive. <laughs> No, quite what i 'm saying months. is there 's a lot of power uh-huh. in, the, in the first lady, and yeah. not a single bankster goes to prison
1: no That's pus- not her fault. no no pussy for you that 's condescending and patriarchal holy shit i 'm saying yeah.
0: that there 's a lot of power that the first lady has.
1: So, oh, boy, this uh, I I have a feeling this uh, this uh, this episode is not going to be approved by Gloria Steinem. No. Or the N.O.W.
0: National Organization for Women. Yeah. Okay. This is from Kelly. She's a Libra. Hi, Kelly. She listens to us in Sebastopol, California. Beautiful, beautiful Sebastopol, California. Friday's show Mm. was a little disconcerting in that it departed from the usual political and comedic discussions and veered into an extended public service announcement regarding the current pandemic hysteria. It felt like a six hour slog through a thick syrup of fear, dread, anxiety and paranoia. But in the end, it was worth it just to hear you call Liam a fucking idiot.
1: I was going to say, uh, luckily, this segment is not at all responsible (laughs) or dedicated to informing the public in any way.
0: Laughter is indeed the best medicine, and you are doing very important work. You're not just a comedy writer. You are a spiritual warrior, and Uh I don't think you're going to give up until you've achieved enlightenment, not just for yourself, but for all of us as well. Namaste and keep up the great work. Ah, that's so sweet that you want to. And I'm your ring a to you too. It's so sweet that she loves that I call uh you a fucking idiot.
1: Did you know uh Sebastopol was the last town in Northern California to get a railroad station? Who's the fucking idiot now, yep. Kelly? Ooh,
0: you're gonna like this. Gus is Ooh, you're gonna love this, Liam. Okay, I guess. Uh his zodiac sign is By the
1: way, and I just want to make it clear to your listeners, I have told David not to hide any mean emails or voicemails from me. So if you have something negative to say, I'm a hundred percent about it. We're not censoring anybody. All right, this is this is an attack on me. Oh no. This is good. That I will not stand. His zodiac sign is
0: Corona Bat. <laughs> Dave and he's writing from San Francisco. Dave, congratulations on admitting it was a mistake to let Howie Klein play antiviral expert on your show. And thanks for having <laughs> And thanks for oh, having God. and thanks for having a real immunologist set the record straight. Seriously. Howie uh, I love Howie. I some of his <laughs> He had some opinions. on Anyway, of course, I would, be, I would be remiss not to point out that no sooner did your interview with the immunologist end than you had the Reverend Barry Lynn come on the show and play financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, who better to get financial advice from than a, than a reverend? I have lots of reverence for the reverend <laughs> when it comes to matters of church and state. On dividend stocks, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) And you probably owe thousands of dollars to anyone who followed your advice, David Feldman, to buy shares of a Vanguard S&P 500 index fund last week. A growing, I'll address that in a second. A growing body of research is beginning to shed light on the harmful effects of personal finance gurus telling everyone to buy index funds. One effect is that it inflates the value of large cap stocks, making them more susceptible to corrections and reducing their dividend yields. Meanwhile, the prices of value oriented small and mid cap stocks remain artificially depressed due to lack of demand. Uh, well, yes, uh, the index, the 500 index fund, uh, uh, a growing body of research is beginning to shed light on the harmful effects of personal finance gurus telling everyone to buy index funds. I I beg to differ. There's a growing body of research that's attacking index funds and it's being financed by the multi-trillion dollar mutual fund industry that is being decimated by companies like vanguard passive investing buying the index and just letting it ride that's putting stock pickers out of work so that growing body of research is being paid for by mutual funds who don't like people being passive investors and putting what little money they have in in the vanguard Index fund, wow. uh, and, and as to whether or not they're artificially inflating <coughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: the the stock market, I mm-hmm. again, I'm not a financial personal mm-hmm. finance guru, so I'll speak to mm-hmm. this. So I so, mm-hmm. so I should speak. To,
1: I just don't mm-hmm.
0: buy. It. I, I don't mm-hmm. buy it.
1: Mm. Well, anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for that. It gave me time to read your subreddit. Uh, How are we doing? You got some good comments this week. Yeah. A guy named Dent Feldman said, theory, David's lack of taking a sip of his coffee before a joke lately has hurt his effectiveness. Well, this is definitely true. I secretly just want the sterilization properties of the hot steam running over me. Right.
0: And I think I responded to that.
1: You did. Good point. Hang on. Let me take it on your head. And then someone else posted a meme of Homer's strangling part. Oh, that's the Jim over-
0: Earl. De- Jim Earl debating Liam McEnany, I believe.
1: Yeah, and, like, Jim Earl is Homer and I'm Liam. And uh, this guy wrote, the segment felt like quite, felt, I like this comment, the segment felt quite like backstabbing of Liam, but what should he do with an ignoramus that asks how you should pay for Medicare for all when what you pay now is 50%, the insurance companies that has the sole job of denying you health care when you don't see that part of the equation you don't deserve better? All right.
0: This next question comes to us from Mike. Uh, he lives in Newburgh,
1: New York. I guess you don't care about the Redditors. I do. How, no, I what Redditor. are we up to? I, I do.
0: I check Reddit every day. There are two Reddit, yeah. two subreddits, right?
1: Yeah, it was on David Feldman's show, and that has 600 views this week. 600 views? Yeah. What does that mean? It means people have logged into Reddit and then gone, navigated to that page 600 times in the last week. Wow.
0: And how many uh, members do we have?
1: Oh, I, I'm already looking at the Doctor Who subreddit. Hold on one second.
0: You know, I have a Doctor Who podcast, David. Who?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, about the is he from the World Health Organization?
1: This is the one It has 108 members now. Wow. Holy shit. Good for you, man. So you do you a Doctor Who Dr. podcast
0: Pittets. where you have doctors from the World Health Organization on?
1: No, no. It's about the British TV show Doctor Who.
0: Oh, they have a uh, they have a show on Great Britain that features doctors from the World Health Organization talking about the global pandemic.
1: That's good. No, it's about a, it's about a science fiction show for children about the time traveling guy in a blue box. Uh, a show for children uh, uh, right. that I've been obsessed with since I was very little. Right. Uh, but I I feel like I should plug it because I never do. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend Cat.
0: Your friend three- named
1: Cat. Cat K A T Cat Moore. And uh, she and I recorded three months worth of episodes for it, and they just started releasing it a m- couple weeks ago. And it's called Two on Who, and I don't know where to find it yet. It's for a production company called, uh, I don't even remember the name of the production company. I have to look it up. I, you know, this is a terrible plug. Forget it. And Sally's Two
0: on Who is a podcast. podcast. This is great from ProPublica. <laughs> this is great. Soon after he offered public assurances that the government was ready to battle the coronavirus, the powerful chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Richard Burr, Republican, sold off a significant percentage of his stocks, unloading between $582,000 and $1.56 of his holdings on February 13 in 29 separate transactions. That's from ProPublica. Wow. And I'm pretty sure that that is no longer legal. Pretty sure at one time it was legal. I'm pretty sure it isn't anymore. This next question comes to
1: us. from What, insider trading? I'm pretty sure insider trading has never been legal.
0: Uh, According, no, it's legal for members of Congress to trade on. It was legal for them to trade on information now it's illegal but they can tell their kids to trade
1: as I recall is it I'm thinking about buying into the stock market how's that
0: yeah you know I was thinking of buying into the stock market just one little problem
1: you don't have any money
0: this next question comes to us from Mike he's a Libra Newburgh, New York he hates Trump His question is: Who makes you more depressed, Harvey J. K. or Ben Burgess? Both of them—they remind me how stupid I am. They're brilliant.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. This next one is from Penelope. She's a a Virgo.
1: Well, don't worry, Penelope. You'll meet the right man someday.
0: Oh, maybe maybe she doesn't want to meet a
1: man. Oh, that's to explain why she's still a Virgo.
0: She's located in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Okay. The irritable immunologist.
1: Money. The Money. Ir- that's what that means.
0: The irritable immunologist is fantastic. He is knowledgeable and funny. Consider having him on a semi-regular basis. Love your show. Oh, that's sweet. You know what I love about that? They didn't mention Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who's next? Uh, Mike Libra. Lifelong Democrat. Says the good news is Amazon kicked my sister's church off its portal program because it wasn't bringing in enough money. (laughs) So now I'm using your Amazon portal. That's good. That's great news in every way. A church getting kicked off Amazon
1: that's hilarious Uh,
0: let's see the the other stuff respond to privately let's see oh Grass Putin is back
1: I don't remember Grass Putin
0: he writes us from Shady Oaks assisted living facility
1: (laughs) is that where uh, what's her name put her parents Janice Ian uh, that's a Jan. That's a reference to a Janice Ian song holy uh, shit I deserve dude I deserve so much credit for knowing that
0: uh, <laughs> uh,
1: grass Putin's sh- shady acres fuck forget it uh, anyway keep going I've been pretty sick I'm, I'm dying to hear this email
0: I've been pretty sick the last few weeks. Got the coronavirus confirmed in my county. Send some... Oh, come on. Oh, nice uh, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, maybe just fund our goddamn health care. I think we should have a tier system like Liam Wacko Ninny advocates for. Those dirty poor would just waste their coronavirus <laughs> vaccines by testing their luck with the pot needle. The That's pot not man, what I said. <laughs> or even trying to get cross-faded with Tide Pods. That's and not what I said. A vaccine. Listen here, Jack. They'd be able to afford it if they stopped buying all these dang iPhones. Yeah. Again, that's not what I Spending said. Spending half their money on rent. Why? When I was a boy, you could buy a three-bedroom house and a blowjob for three nickels and a hay penny. Wow. Okay. Damn, kids are right. Well, anyway, go to Joe three oh three three zero dot com. And another thing, I don't know why Liam is so insistent on a tier system being present. Since we all know he's on Medicaid, but with his 20 cent royalty checks from his book that he plugs on the show constantly, my book, I tried to be even less coherent for you guys this time in solidarity. with my good friend Joe Biden, whose mind is also slipping thoughts and prayers that people wake the fuck up to who he actually is. Yeah, I agree.
1: You voting for uh, Joe Biden? <clears throat> By the way, if you go to joe three oh three three zero dot com, it uh, comes up a website Josh for America. Oh, okay. And it's just some dude who is uh, announcing he's running for off, some kind of office, but he won't say what it is. Uh, and it's I guess it's like a joke site, but it's also who cares.
0: This next one comes to us from neoliberal, Doctor Neo. Okay. Lib- oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Neo Libro. Okay. His uh, zodiac sign is the dollar sign. And he writes to us from Memorial Hall.
1: Dude, that's pretty funny, the dollar sign. That's good.
0: Yeah, and he writes to us from Memorial Hall at Harvard University. Ooh. So this is a Harvard douchebag. His question... You love those guys. Being luminaries of the entertainment industry, I would like to ask... Liam and David to pitch my screenplay for me. The title is the following weekend at Bernie's four.
1: this time. It's Joe. <clears throat> Actually a good weekend at Bernie's sequel would be <laughs> if Bernie was a candidate and his, uh, his, his candidacy was dead, but somehow people still kept propping it up and acting like it was still going. Okay.
0: This comes to us from H. He's a. That. That, that unamused chuckle said it all. Uh-huh. He, he's in Texas.
1: Hey, Feldo. Hey, Liam. You love, are the best audience, David. <laughs> love the
0: show. Parts of it. Uh-huh. Parts of it. Anyway, started listening because I saw your picture and thought you were the old man from Return of the Living Dead. I love that character. <laughs> He too has a dent in his head. Well, I didn't think much of it. Months went by, and I forgot about the dent. At least until Liam McKenzie mentioned the Mack- dent.
1: Huh? No, no, no. Okay, so a listener mentioned the dent. No, you did,
0: Liam McKenzie.
1: No. a listener did, and I I went on iTunes and confirmed it was there. You? He
0: says he says Liam McKenzie. You?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mentioned, Call me Spugs.
0: At least until Liam McKenzie mentioned the dent and reminded me why I started listening. And well, I Googled you, David Feldman, and after a couple of pages, I gave up and searched for the character's name in *Return of the Living Dead*. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm a little bummed. And even though you're not James Karen rest in peace. I'll still listen sometimes. I don't. I thought mind. he was
1: talking about, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I thought he was talking about Bub the Zombie.
0: Senior brainwash has a question for for Liam.
1: Let me guess. It starts off uh, like a serious policy question and then ends a uh, flippant question. No, but you have got a good memory.
0: Screw Mary. Screw Tom from Portland. Bernie Ho, baby cat. James Carville.
1: Screw Mary. Screw. Okay, I would screw Bernie Ho, baby cat, uh, but out of what?
0: <laughs> then you have to. S- either marry or screw Tom from Portland or James Carville.
1: I would screw Tom from Portland and I would marry James Carville because he's rich. Good good call. Good, I agree with you.
0: Uh, this comes to us from Ron. Uh-huh. His Zodiac sign is we don't rent pigs and he listens to us in Twin Cities, Minnesota. Uh... Oh, this is uh,
1: about his dog and a cat. <clears throat> oh. oh, oh my God! Is that no, no? That's not the trailer people in Texas. No, we
0: haven't heard from them.
1: Um, Renee, her name's Renee, and I've been dying to hear Renee. If you're still listening, please, please send an update.
0: Okay. Well, we got Wait, through what- most of the questions. Wait, what was the question about the dogs in the Minnesota? It's it's, it's really long, and I'd rather give it to somebody who knows what they're talking about.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Okay.
0: Anybody but you.
1: Gavin Newsom just announced that uh, probably 56% of Californians will be infected with coronavirus over the next two months. Really? Yep. So, anyway... Tell your listeners to be nice to me now. I may not be here forever.
0: Yay! Uh,
1: All right. Well, anyway, uh, I'm never leaving my apartment again. (laughs) I already seriously regret going to the 99-cent store. Like, I left. I Purelled my hands immediately. I came home. I stripped. I fucking... uh, put Lysol on everything I touched and I took a long, hot shower. Hmm. So, you know, like a normal post-day procedure. Right. Right. Or, you know, like after I've been with your mom.
0: <sighs> I have, uh, my mother... Which, mug...
1: ironically, also takes place the 99 oh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say?
0: You are, what oh, how dare you. How dare. I, I have tape of, uh, Your mom at the 99 cent store. (laughs) I I made the mistake of just (laughs) looking at the Internet.
1: Yeah, don't do that. This
0: is. I'm telling you, it can't be this bad. It can't be.
1: Dude, you and Trump live on the same planet right now. It's already this bad. Like, there's there's literally no going back right now. When our government takes less care of its citizens than South Korea, that's a problem.
0: That, that's been going on for years. <sighs> God, I'm just <laughs> looking at the Internet. Did you see... This is a nightmare. Or, this, is like, this is like way... I want, hang on. Hang on. It can't be... <laughs> Wake up.
1: What? What? Boris Johnson. Yeah. Uh Boris Johnson, you you saw the whole thing with herd immunity, right? In the UK? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to wrap it up. What? Alright, well we'll talk about it some Why? other it's, time. Gives a shit. Anyway, uh, herd Boris immunity, Johnson. what? Boris Johnson just fucking constantly looks like he was just dragged out of a strip club at two in the morning. Right. Not a fan of that guy. Not a fan of that guy. Let's not end this bad, David. Let's end it on an up note. Which is uh, just what I said to your mom as I threw a $5 bill in her face.
0: Are you putting off getting life insurance because uh, you think man, it's complex? And- All right. This is not... This is I'm getting sorry, folks. I'm just reading. Uh, anyway, we'll be back But on the
1: good. Yeah. On the good news. Uh, I wrote a script that is a quarter finalist in a big contest. I just yeah. found out today. Good.
0: Good. All right. Liam McEnany hosts.
1: Tell your friends. So, yeah. Which is great news, because as soon as the pandemic's over, the, all the writers are going on strike. So there'll be no work anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, Liam McEnany. <laughs> working class fancy is the name of you know his... what I'm
1: going to be doing in three months second hand rose they call me second
0: uh, tell your friends is the name of the podcast uh, working class fancy is the name of his comedy album hey it's Liam is how you contact him on Twitter and uh, it cannot be this bad it cannot be this bad. I refuse to accept that it's this bad.
1: I'm buying a I'm buying a second fridge from Home Depot this week so yeah. I can order from uh Costco and just stock up just in case.
0: Well, Costco provides sick leave to its workers.
1: It does? Yeah. Well, that's good.
0: Uh oh, Alex Brazil. Yeah. Should I call him? Yeah, let's, let's do that. I'm going to call him right now.
1: Bastard. Mr. Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, you're actually calling. I'm calling. Oh, my God. You're on the show with Liam. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Do I have to sign, like, an NDA or something? <laughs> How are you? You're a- you're on well, the what, most this is popular stage every, of yeah, This is an ambush
0: job. Everybody speak, at, <laughs> everybody speak at once. This is Alex Brazil. He runs Hollywood right now. He is, you know, sort into the ground. Sometimes my producer. Sometimes he's my manager. Sometimes he's my rent boy, depending <clears> on what <throat> <laughs> And he's, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing good. Is this real? Am I still, yeah, am you're I really on? Yeah, you're on the show. Oh, yeah. my God. Dude, you sound, <laughs> you sound like you just won a contest that somebody else entered you in. What do I do? I get to win? What, what's my prize? To listen to a 12-hour podcast tomorrow? <laughs> for free? <laughs>
0: Hey, I have an idea. Can you get yeah. Can you get me Eddie Pepitone and Scott Rogowski, and we'll do a conference call?
1: I have to go to their PR team first. Wow. Oh. Seriously?
0: No. Oh. <laughs> That's
1: what we say, though. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Eddie, I guarantee you Eddie's doing nothing right now.
0: No, he's doing uh, Sven McLeod videos right
1: now. <laughs> They're <laughs> hysterical. He's sitting at home. Eddie, <laughs> You know, Eddie's got to be happy because the outside of the world is as panicked and crazy as the inside of his head.
0: I know. We've all become the inside of Eddie Pepitone's
1: mind. I saw his one-man show last year, completely brilliant, and also completely about what's happening right now. Oh,
0: can, I know. Hey, can we do a Mystery Guest with Andy Kindler, Frank Conniff, and Eddie Pepitone? Yeah, oh my but God. I can't I do it actually- right now. I have to, like, you know, give me a beat. I got to, you know, organize it first. All right, let's do Mystery Guest with yeah. Frank Conniff, Eddie Pepitone, and Andy Kindler will be the Mystery Guest, okay?
1: Dude, okay. if you did that, I would actually listen to the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you hear Liam debate yeah. uh, Jim Earl? <laughs> oh, my God. I, th- I thought I love- Liam lost. <laughs> Liam, have you
1: spoken about our night at the Jimmy Dore show? Yeah, you know what, I did, but I didn't use his name because I didn't want oh, to start sorry. beef.
0: What, going after Jimmy?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want it to sound like uh, I was uh, taking swings at Jimmy or his listenership because I know they overlap with yours. Yeah. All right. But, so but- uh, I texted. I texted Alex this morning to say I want to listen to his next episode now. Now that Tulsi has has resigned and gone for Biden.
0: Nobody admits they're wrong. Nobody ever admits they're wrong.
1: <laughs> Including you. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no, no. We'll we'll hear that in a week when Bernie suspends his campaign.
0: You know, there was only one person who admitted they were wrong, and that was my first wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I've never met anybody who said, you know what? I made I made a mistake. Except my first wife. <laughs> where, where did you meet her, David? Uh, where, where did you meet your first the, wife? 98 cents dollars. Stop it. No, no, no. That's no, no. a callback joke. Hey, Hey, guys.
1: Uh.
0: I, I'm i out of the woods. Let's keep it that way.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's keep well not not really because it's in your mom's basement in the woods so uh, yeah 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 <laughs> so uh what's the mood in hollywood it's not this bad right it's an over it's hype right you're from hollywood you know all about hype no i mean you know everybody is paralyzed and they don't know what no i'm kidding they're tra- they're trying to leverage this in any way they possibly can so hey. that means that you may know, i make a suggestion good. that you run yeah. here's my pitch yeah. And this is how Hollywood can, can save the world. If you want to make the, the coronavirus disappear, tell CAA to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> can you make that happen?
1: Uh, you know what? This is, I'm, I'm going to try and do your joke, but I'm going to butcher it. About during pilot season, we've never had so many actors tested. For Corona.
0: <laughs> 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 Testing. All right. I got to wrap it up. Uh, okay. Anything I need to know, Alex?
1: Nothing you need to know. I'm going to, you know, I'm going
0: to, uh, what's it called? Make my magic happen, and then we're going to get some guests on your show for later. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Stay tuned, everybody. Alex Brazil. How do people follow you on? <laughs> oh, he's hung up. <laughs> I knew he'd come crawling back to us.
1: Oh, it's good to hear from him. Yeah. For, I should give him a call.
0: For three minutes. Off
1: the air and hear, hear the real truth about what people are doing at Hollywood. <laughs> did you see the video that circulated Gal Gadot organized a bunch of celebrities to sing Imagine together? No. My God. It's the worst. <laughs> she did a worse thing than John Lennon than fuck i can't remember the guy's name Mother mark fucker. mark david chapman mark david's god damn it it was such a good joke was it mark ah, david chapman
0: uh, or did he mark david Chapman. who was the guy who shot uh it was hinkley
1: hinkley Chatt- hinkley shot hinkley shot reagan reagan it was the worst thing <laughs> never yeah. mind god damn it liam. oh fuck i'm madder about this than any political thing jim and i discussed on all right i love you liam I love you too and th- dude seriously thank you this this uh this actually brightened my day. Should we just I don't know. I, People are saying
0: I should go to 5 days a week.
1: Uh I wouldn't do that. Uh so Monday wait, so No, Tuesday, to my psychiatrist, not oh, the show. Yeah. No no, so Tuesday you're going to do voicemails alone.
0: No, no, I just thought I'd run voicemails. Let you me would give you number. Yeah, without you responding to it cuz it's just I might as well just they're, they're piling up and I don't know what to do because right, it's a, I don't know if you know that there's a
1: maybe maybe select the good ones like a handful of good I can't ones. I just like to hear them instead of instead of playing them all. Like no. maybe the, maybe, uh, you know, exercise some editorial discretion like your mother. No, no, no. She uh <laughs> I don't know what that I'm so tired
0: so broken i'm so broken all right ask me anything go to davidfeldmanshow.com there's an ask me anything button liam and i will answer all your questions leave us a voicemail at 202-670-2752 202-670-2752 liam mceninny i will talk to you and our listeners on by the Tuesday. way,
1: I just want to mention I had know. a
0: nice wrap up there, and you stepped. I'm at it.
1: heyitsliam. dot hey, You can tweet me at hey, it's Liam. you can find me on Instagram at Radio Liam. You can email me at liam at heyitsliam. And uh, if you want, David, I'll find someone to fight with me on t- on Tuesday. Show. Find somebody.
0: We'll do a remote cabin fever segment. We'll do. Because if you're living by yourself, it must be difficult. Nobody to turn on.
1: Oh, no, no. I call my parents every day. Oh, I see.
0: Okay. Thank you, Liam. Stand on the line for uh, one quick second. Be well. I love you, and I love your listeners. Thank you. Be well. Be well. Stand on the line.